South Dakotans, welcome to the Dakota Rustler Show, aiming to keep America, its citizens, and minds free. Now, here's your host, Daryl Root. Welcome, everyone, to the Dakota Rustler Show. If you're a regular watcher of the show, you'll notice I dumped the former Libertarian candidate from my name at the bottom of the screen. It's been a year since I ran for office in South Dakota, so I felt it time to let go of the label. This week's podcast is related to my previous podcast, which, if you recall, was about pipeline shutdowns. This week, Lion Biden continues his attacks on American energy while continuing to beg OPEC to extract even more raw crude. In a report by Jarrett Renshaw, Valerie Volkovici, and Nicola Groom in a November 26th Reuters news story, U.S. top guy, I refuse to call him president, Joe Biden and his administration proposed a slew of changes to the federal oil and gas leasing program, which includes hiking royalty rates, drillers must pay on their production, and limiting areas that can be developed in order to protect wildlife and cultural zones. Well, isn't that nice? I love nature and animals as much as the next guy or gal, but I'm also tired of liberals using wildlife for all their anti-fossil fuel campaigns. I've expressed in a past podcast how America is not ready, not even close to being able to survive off renewables, zero net carbon energy. It's unreliable and it can't be stored in mass quantities to meet the needs of the planet's population. Simply put, the wind doesn't blow enough, the sun doesn't shine enough, and there aren't enough batteries in existence which have their own environmental negatives. The recommendations in a report which followed a months-long review in which some environmental groups called Too Weak say the leasing program should do more to the benefit of the public interest. That, of course, in environmental lingo means making sure that nothing burns to create energy. Biden's administration launched a review earlier this year in what was widely seen as a first step in delivering an election campaign promise to end new fossil fuel drilling on federal lands and to fight climate change. In America, 25% of drilling takes place on federal lands. As longtime listeners know, I am not opposed to renewable energy. I love it. I argued for wind turbines in my local dual county here in South Dakota. I love the sight of turbines creating green energy. However, I also support all other forms of energy in their exploration. As we electrify everything, hook everything up to Wi-Fi, and as the Earth's population grows, energy demand will not only increase or energy demand will only increase, not decrease. And don't blame me, I'm a lot closer to living an Amish lifestyle than I am a high-tech lifestyle. I could live off-grid if I needed to. Could you? Under the U.S. Federal Oil and Gas Leasing Programs, which is enshrined in law, by the way, the Interior Department must hold regular acreage auctions for the drilling industry to boost domestic energy self-sufficiency and raise money for public coffers. This is a good thing. Self-sufficiency is always good. The Interior Department report, however, said the program falls short of serving the public interest. 
and called for new rules to boost royalty rates, bonding rates, and other fees for producers. Current law requires a minimum royalty rate of 12.5% for oil and gas produced on federal acreage. Remember when Biden said he wouldn't tax anyone making under 400 k Well, if any of these fees go up, guess what? So will the cost of energy to make up for the fee increases. Businesses don't exist to pay taxes, just like people. They exist to make money, just like people. Expenses get passed on in a business. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. And if prices aren't going up, businesses are making cuts elsewhere, just like people have to do. In the case of business, it's most likely in the form of labor. They'll lay people off. The report also seeks to avoid new leasing that conflicts with recreation, wildlife habitat, conservation, and historical and cultural resources. In other words, everything. Wildlife is everywhere. Recreation could be something as simple as a nice park to picnic in. And history exists everywhere. Is every place Teddy Roosevelt used to hunt going to be protected as history? Our nation faces a profound climate crisis that is impacting every American, Interior Secretary Deb Holland said in a statement announcing the recommendations. She went on to say the Interior Department has an obligation to responsibly manage our public lands and waters, provide a fair return to the taxpayer, and mitigate worsening climate impacts while staying steadfast in the pursuit of environmental justice, she said. Before I move on, though, consider this when it comes to climate change. Researchers have estimated that the planet's sea level rose by an average of about one meter per century at the end of the last ice age, interrupted by rapid jumps during which it rose by up to 2.5 meters per century. For those here in America, since we don't use the metric system, that's anywhere from 3 to 8 feet per century. 3 to 8 feet. The worst case scenarios that have been put out there for future rises are but one foot between years 2000 and 2100, which is at most one third of what nature did all by itself 10,000 years ago. Lamestream media won't tell you that though. An oil industry group, the American Exploration and Production Council, said it looked forward to working with the administration on specifics of the proposals but warned against excessive restrictions. Said in a statement, arbitrary leasing or permitting restrictions only serve to cause uncertainty for American businesses and strain budgets for state and federal governments as well as local communities. On the other side, environmental group, the Center for Biological Diversity, slammed the proposals as too weak. These trivial changes are nearly meaningless in the midst of this climate emergency and they break Biden's campaign promise to stop new oil and gas leasing on public lands, said Randy Spivak, <coughs> excuse me, CBD's public lands director. Greenlighting more fossil fuel extraction than pretending it's okay by nudging up royalty rates is like rearranging deck chairs on a Titanic, he said. Of course, the environmental wackos of the movement, they won't be happy till we're living in caves and eating nothing but plants. For them... 10,000 B.C., well, that's, that's a goal. It's not a time in history. 
The Interior Department had meant for the leasing report to be released by early summer, but repeatedly delayed it without explanation. The department had attempted to suspend oil and gas leasing during the program review, but was forced to move ahead with auctions after several oil and gas producing states sued in federal court. Gotta love when the federal legal system keeps its own from doing what they shouldn't be doing. Hallen has said she wants to reduce the carbon footprint of the nation's federal lands by encouraging leasing for renewable energy resources such as wind, solar, and geothermal instead of fossil fuels. Biden, meanwhile, has set a target to decarbonize the U.S. economy, the world's second largest greenhouse emitter behind China, by the year 2050, in part by encouraging a transition away from fossil fuels to renewables. Ah, uh, hey, on this, I can totally agree. You heard me earlier. I'm all for it. But I repeat, I'm not for eliminating any energy source through higher regulation and fees, which only get passed on to consumers who need it especially the poor, who can least afford to transition. Supply and demand via the consumer should dictate how quickly we switch to what I'll call maximum green. You look back in history, we didn't switch from horse and buggies to cars overnight. It took time and it happened through supply and demand. With that, it's time to take a break, and upon return, I'll cover a related story on the same issue. See you in 50 seconds. If you enjoy grilling and cooking, Camp Bridger seasonings are for you. All four blends are salt-free and designed to enhance the flavor of food, not bury it. The popular four-pack can be purchased and shipped anywhere in the continental U.S. for around 33 bucks, depending on your state's sales tax rate. Visit our sponsor's website at CampBridger.com for more information. Anything Dakota Rustler related can be found at DakotaRustler.org. There, you will find links to audio and video versions of the latest episodes. You can also support the show through purchase of merchandise, donations, or sponsorship. Sponsors will be recognized on air and or the website. Thank you for listening. And now, back to the show. Welcome back. Just a reminder, if you're not a subscriber to this podcast, please subscribe, follow, and share on whatever format you're listening to. I appreciate you doing your part to help this podcast grow. Having said that, let's move on. The federal leasing program has drawn renewed focus in recent weeks as gasoline prices have skyrocketed and Republicans complained at Biden policies, including the leasing moratorium, rejection of the Keystone XL pipeline, which is a big deal here in South Dakota, and a ban on oil leasing in Alaska's Arctic National Wildlife Refuge contributed to the price spike. Republicans are partially correct, but I kind of think the trucker shortage and getting it to where it needs to be is also playing a large part, same as it is with other goods. Biden on Tuesday ordered a record 50 million barrels of oil released from America's strategic reserve, aiming to bring down gas prices amid concerns about inflation. Gas prices are at about 340 a gallon, more than 50% higher than a year ago, according to the American Automobile Association. What will releasing that oil do? The real answer is, wait for it, absolutely zero zipanada. As I have said, if trucker numbers are too low to get it where it's needed, it's still not going to get where it's needed. In addition, 
The U.S. used over 17 million barrels a day in December of 2020 and over 19 million barrels per day pre-COVID. So at best, that's three days worth of oil usage. Divide that into 365 days a year and you have less than a 1% increase in supply over the year. And considering there are more costs than just crude involved in calculating the price, we're talking way less than 1%. So we're talking maybe, what, one or two cents per gallon at the pump? It's not going to make a difference in anybody's life. But as the old Canon commercial once claimed, images everything. Look like you're doing something worthwhile and the mindless idiots that trust the government to be their nanny are happy. Little known fact alert. The Biden administration conducted a lease sale on federal oil and gas reserves in the Gulf of Mexico last week after attorneys general from the Republican-led state successfully sued in federal court to lift a suspension on federal oil and gas sales that Biden imposed when he took office, which of course was illegal. Energy companies including Shell, BP, Chevron, and ExxonMobil offered a combined $192 million for offshore drilling rights highlighting the hurdles Biden faces to reach climate goals dependent on deep cuts in fossil fuel emissions. Those leases will take years to develop, meaning oil companies could keep producing crude long past 2030, when Biden has set a goal to lower greenhouse emissions by at least 50%, compared with 2005 levels. Scientists say the world needs to be well on the way to that goal over the next decade to avoid catastrophic, there's that word they love to use, climate change, which, as I have said many times, isn't going to happen. Terraforming people is still science fiction. We couldn't change the Earth's temperatures if we wanted to. Yet, even as Biden has tried to control other world leaders into strengthening efforts against global warming, including at this month's UN climate, well, last month's UN climate talks in Scotland, remember COP26, He's had difficulty gaining ground on climate issues here at home. The administration has proposed another round of oil and gas sales early next year in Wyoming, Colorado, Montana, and some other states. Interior Department officials proceeded despite concluding that burning the fuels could lead to billions of dollars in potential future climate damages. Let me reiterate, he hasn't proposed anything. These sales are required by law. Even if he was proposing them, that would be hypocrisy based on what he says in public. Like I said, he's just another left-wing liberal muppet. Environmentalists hailed the report's recommendation to raise royalty rates, but some groups said the report falls short of action needed to address the climate crisis. There's that word again. Today's report is a complete failure of the climate leadership that our world desperately needs, said Taylor McKinnon of the previously mentioned Center for Biological Diversity, which is an environmental group. The report presumes more fossil fuel leasing that our climate can't afford and abandons Biden's campaign promise to stop new oil and gas leasing on public lands, which, as I said, is illegal. And they're required by law. Only Congress changing the law can stop it. On the other side of defense, the American Petroleum Institute top lobbying group for the oil industry said the interior department was proposed proposing to increase costs on american energy development with no clear roadmap for the future of federal leasing other groups are a little more upbeat 
This report makes an incredibly compelling case, both economically and ecologically, for bringing the federal oil and gas leasing program into the 21st century, said Colin O'Mara, president and CEO of the National Wildlife Federation. That's basically code words for, yeah, you guessed it, higher taxes. No different than when I use the word secret ingredient when I cook. That simply means I added whiskey. There's nothing secret about it. He went on to say, enacting these overdue reforms will ensure taxpayers, communities, and wildlife are no longer harmed by below market rates, insufficient protections, and poor planning, which, as you probably guessed, are more code words for you're not paying enough per gallon. The Wildlife Federation and other groups urged the Senate to include reforms to the oil and gas program in Biden's sweeping social and environmental policy bill. Many reforms, including an end to drilling in the Arctic Refuge and a ban on offshore drilling along the Atlantic and Pacific coast and the eastern Gulf of Mexico, were included in a House version of the bill approved a couple of weeks ago. At least this time, they're trying to do it legally and get it done through Congress. Let me reiterate, though, for the umpteenth time, wind and solar will not meet our energy needs or wants ever. Jennifer Ricala, executive producer of the Left Wing Center for Western Priorities, said the report provides a critical roadmap to ensure drilling decisions on public lands take into account climate impacts on our land, water, and wildlife while ensuring a fair return for taxpayers. Exactly what is a fair return for taxpayers? I think I already said it, and you probably know what I'm going to say. Higher prices. Republicans called the report a continuation of what they called Biden's war on domestic energy production, and I completely agree with one exception. It's not just Biden. It's the entire idiot left-wing economic stupid Gestapo. While the report hides behind the language of necessary reforms and royalty rates adjustments, we know the real story, said Arkansas Representative Bruce Westerman. Biden administration will bog small energy companies down in years of regulatory gridlock, place millions of acres of resource-rich land under lock and key, and ignore local input. Ultimately, the American consumer will pay the price. Look no further than the skyrocketing prices you are already paying at the gas pump, he said. You know, left-wingers couldn't care less whether you get to keep your energy job or not. They go after coal, they go after gas, they go after oil. In fact, if you lose your job in energy, what you'll end up doing is having to apply for government assistance programs just so you can pay your expenses of living. And, of course, they're set up to keep you begging on them forever. You become their economic slave. So, yeah, lose your job. They don't care. To close, you all know I'm not a fan of Biden. I don't even call him president. But for anyone who thinks Harris would be a better alternative, guess again. Sometimes it's better to have the idiot you know than the idiot you don't know. About the only way she is better is that she isn't a small child Harris sniffer. Yeah, I said it. She may be less of an embarrassment, but the policies would not be any different. With that, I'll say goodbye to another episode of the Dakota Rustler Show. You know the mantra, question authority and always be free. 
Thank you for listening to the Dakota Rustler Show, a production of DL Root. All rights reserved by DL Root, Buzzsprout.com, and their shared partners. Unauthorized use is prohibited. This show is sponsored by Camp Bridger Seasonings. Visit our sponsor's website at campridger.com for more information. 